This is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of the Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and this is the Sean Yankee Show. So you're in the right place at the right time, no matter where you're at or when it is. Don't matter what time it is. You cannot be late. We are live right now, though, on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. So interact in the show. Take part, because what this is is a discussion-driven chat show. We gather every night, and we have a conversation based around the comment section. We have a theme each night. Tonight's theme is motivation. So it's a great night to make sure you get in here and get as many people as you can in here. So we're going to be focusing on positivity, working on ourselves and our mental state, focusing on important things, and just positive. That's good. You need to do that. And we do it one day a week. It's very important, especially with what we do and what we tend to deal with, and definitely with what we're aware of. So it's, it's necessary. It's a very good night to come and invite people to get in here because they, they need to see this. We need to get this out to as many people as we can. This is just a little independent show, and we completely depend on you to get this out and shared with people, the people that need to see it. You know, I saw Paul tag Tom Brady. He needs this. Everyone needs this. You know, people think because Tom Brady's on top, he doesn't need motivation. You have to constantly work on yourself. It is constant effort. So, yes, Tom Brady, anyone, anyone at all, from megastar to, you know, just up and comer, everybody needs it. But welcome to it, and I want to say hi to all the live viewers. Hey, Helen and Lee and Dolores, how are you? What's up, Joan and Dana? Hey, Dana. Aaron. Hey, Ron. How are you, man? Phone zombie. All right. Good to see you. I've never seen that name here before. Gwendolyn, how are you? And there's my partner, Paul. 
I got to tell you today, the morning yank was the best ever. I know I say that every week, but it's only because we get better at it every week. The chemistry between me and Paul is really hard to explain. Until you've had yourself a good, strong morning yank, you're never going to get it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's magic. What happens when the two of us get together and do this little morning show? It's our morning show, The Morning Yank. And there's a brand new episode up. And if you haven't seen it, you got to go see it because we covered literally everything. We always do. But it was so good. I can't even believe it. I'm so proud to even be on this show. I'm amazed that, that it's not nationally aired. It's that good. You got to go check out The Morning Yank. Let me finish saying hi, though, because there's a lot to do tonight. We got a lot to get into. Hey, Kaylin, how are you? Thank you for saying that, Ron. Ron is not only our head of security. He's also in charge of making sure everybody knows that this needs to get out. Aaron also does this job for us. He's in charge of smashing them shits here on Facebook. Tricking the algorithm, making it think we're having a fantastic time. We are, but it's got to know that. And when it does, it will accidentally show it to more people. It works. So liking, sharing, commenting, all that. Very good for us. Thank you for tagging people, guys. I see you doing that. Yeah, get Rodney Dangerfield in here. And hey, Jennifer, how are you? And let me make sure. I hope I didn't miss anybody. If I did, I'm sorry. I'll catch you in a little bit, hopefully. Keep commenting and taking part in the show. I have some things I want to talk about with you tonight. Kind of a message that I want to focus on and, uh, and talk about for a little while. And then we can get into anything you want. I didn't bring any news for you. Again, last week we did this too. Tonight's a positive night. Last night we did news. We talked about everything. Covered it. You know what I mean? We could take one night to focus on us. And literally anything else in the world. We know about that stuff. And it could come up. I'm not saying it won't. But I do make a commitment to stay positive for at least an hour every Tuesday. Just hard. This is a difficult night for me. I'm not going to lie. I struggle with this one real bad. Babos could tell you I'm not a positive person. This is constant work and effort to do this, you know, to keep moving forward because I am very good at being negative. I'm amazing at it. So I, it takes a lot of work to be positive. It takes a lot of time sometimes to build myself up. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's hard, but it's constant effort. Dana says, after her 30-day stint, she's come back to the best friggin' night. Top fan, true story, bro. This stuff is messed up. I think I messed that whole comment up. But I'm going to stick with the way I read it because I liked it. But I think it was talking about something else. Get Kirk Hammett in here because I'm going to inspire him to go ahead and get that better drummer. You know? I think Lars would be happier if he just got to trade art and be an asshole the rest of his life. I think he's tired of it, really. You know, kind of done with it. Jennifer says that she's finding it harder and harder to keep her mind in a positive state. It's a lot of work. I struggled with it real bad this week. I had a real bad day this week. Um, I'm a very emotional person. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I feel everything real hard. So I don't know what day it was. I don't remember exactly, but I start work at seven and I hadn't made it till nine. And I swear, I thought I was about to burst into tears any second and nothing had even happened yet. It was just shit I was imagining was going to happen. I'm so good at it. 
I can really paint a scary picture in my head. So I, I have to work super hard to control my thoughts and get them in line because they turn on me quick. And I'm real good at making a case for why I can't do this or that or why this is going to be the worst thing ever. I'm very good at it. So I got to keep myself in check constantly, you know, and I have an asshole that lives in my head. And if you do, too, this constantly seems to be working against you. You know, you're going to have to learn to control that. That's a voice that's in the end, really just looking to protect you from harm it imagines. And it's very creative, but it's in the way. Hey, Christopher, how are you? I haven't seen you in a long time. I'm glad to see you. And hey, Holly. Good night, though. It'd be a good night for everybody. We focus on a lot of stuff. You know, we're in a war, a spiritual war, and everyone in this room is a soldier in that war. And we fight all the time against constant negativity, bullshit, misinformation, propaganda. We need to take time to focus on ourselves, work on our own mentalities and our own minds and our just our well-being. You have to because you can make yourself sick just by being upset. You can work yourself into a frenzy. Your mind's very powerful. You got to keep that shit in check. Okay, I think, we, I think we're done tagging, guys. I do depend on the comments a little bit because, you know, it is a discussion-driven show. But, yeah, me too, Dan, and I struggle real bad, real bad, you know. But I try to remember I've come a long way with this, you know, these things we talk about every Tuesday, even though it is a lot of work and effort to build myself up to be able to spend an hour being positive when I am so good at being negative, it benefits me greatly. And it's why I need to keep doing it. And it's why so many people enjoy Tuesdays because we have to work on this stuff and it helps. And maybe it helps someone else that I, I talk about or share that it's such, such a constant struggle. And that's okay and normal. It's good even because you can't get good at anything without that. You have to fall, you have to mess up, you make mistakes, and it's all okay and all part of it. So this is the most important truth, really, right now to focus on, at least to focus on as, as important, you know, because we want the world to be better, right? We, we're dealing with bad things, but we want the end result to be positive. You know, we want to build it back into something of love and light and Positivity and things like this, not evil and greed and hate and dominance and control and all the shit it's built on now. So this is an important truth because we can do all those things. And that's what we focus on. This is motivation, but it's not bullshit. It's going to be truthful motivation. You know, I don't have an original video for you tonight, but we do those. And, you know, those are motivational speeches that you may be familiar with, but, but no bullshit in them. There's not going to be a 12 easy steps never going to launch into how this secret is the key to everything because really it's just being honest with yourself and taking ownership and responsibility. I saw something, Gwendolyn's asking some questions about <clears throat> some natural disasters that are going on. Um, Jason had shared some stuff. Jason's out of Australia, Jason Alborn, about earthquakes in Australia. I saw that just before the show. I had just gotten out of the shower and saw that, but I didn't get to look into it. And then the volcano thing, not, not really. I honestly spent my day working on the Bob Marley video. I wish I could tell you I got further with it than I did, but I did do a lot of work on it. 
and then the morning yank. Uh, no news. I, I try not to focus on the news after Monday night. It bumps me out, really, because I do spend a lot of time really trying to go through it on Mondays because we do news on Mondays. And then after the news segment, I'm done with news for at least a full 24 hours. I'm kind of out of it on anything that happened in world events today. I did notice there was also something with Biden in a press thing, and he just, no questions, they shuffled the press out. Interesting stuff. I'm just behind. I'll catch up after. I tried to watch a news bulletin before the show, but I obviously didn't take in much information from it. Paul asks, who can be against me if God is for me? That's absolutely right. That's an important truth, too. You know, we are fighting against a Luciferian satanic agenda. Psychotic pedophiles literally rule this world and, and own everything and feel like they're entitled to everything. And they, you're nothing, not even human, cattle. But we are protected. That's the important thing to focus on, you know. Four nights a week, we focus on the evil. Tonight, we focus on the truth. And the, the, the truth is, good will win in the end. And we are protected in the armor of God. Evil is what's against us. And if you fight it with good and love, you will be victorious. Doesn't mean it won't be a bad fight. I will. Gwendolyn says, I need to check out some of the videos she shared today. I will. I actually have two days off this week. So I get an extra research day. What about that? Babos didn't seem to be happy about that when I, when I told her. <laughs> I hope she was kidding because it kind of seemed like she was bummed out I was going to be off. But, yeah, I do get an extra day to look into stuff and work on stuff. Oh, no. She says East Coast about to be fucked. Well, I don't like hearing that. But you're right, Paul. We are the protected. We are the protected. We stand in the truth and stand for what's right. In the end, we will be victorious. We cannot be stopped. And that's truth. And that's what we focus on on Tuesdays. We don't bullshit. We don't pretend that other stuff doesn't exist. We just talk about that it really doesn't have any more power than what you give to it. You know, I was watching Alex Jones's monologue from the other night. It was a really good monologue. And I study a lot of other people to try to learn and get better. And I just happened to catch it when I was scrolling through Rumble. You'll find that the feeds on these uncensored platforms are totally different than anywhere else. But this was only like a one-minute clip, and I watched it. And Alex was talking about how when he started out, he was all fresh and young. And now he looks like a he called himself a troll. I don't know. I think he looks normal. But uh, he was saying he aged that way because he's been fighting evil all this time. And I'm like, he's right. But I think he's let it affect him in a negative way, you know. You see... I know he's doing a character for a lot of that, but when he was on Rogan, for instance, he's being himself. He seems real defeated by it. He's got a real negative outlook by it, about it. And I understand how that happens because you need to take in a lot of negative information. But you need to always focus on the fact that they are a lie. Everything about them, including their power and hold, they don't have it really. It's an illusion that they've gotten most people to buy into, and that's all that's keeping it alive and, and, and up. It, it crumbles the second that illusion is shattered and we're getting so close which explains why they're acting so erratic they've never acted this way they move very slowly and they're moved this fast and they're seeing it like this so i think that's because their hold is slipping in a rapid 
rapid way. They're messing with your comments, man. Censorship's crazy. Uh, Rumble now, you know, I, I pay for that one because it has no censorship, you know, and it's there for you. If you ever want to go learn how to play and have fun there, it's there for you. Or if we get kicked, sometimes we get kicked. It's a good place to have in the back pocket. That's a place to go and maybe you won't get your comments messed with. You know, that's the things and reasons why I went with it, even though it's a paid one for now. I wanted it because I want to be able to discuss things. And, and, and if we do get kicked, I want the show to keep going. No, never. You can't hand over your power. It's yours. You're giving it up. And we've been talking big picture for the last little bit. But even when you boil it down to your individual life, you're giving these negative influences and negative things power. And you're deciding whether you're aware of it or not, how much power. You need to be aware of your thoughts and aware of what you're doing so you can control it. And when you start steering it towards positivity, you'll start finding that more often. Hey, Sean, how are you, man? No. I, well, yeah, I have seen that. I've seen video of him denying it. I've seen video of him accepting an award on his behalf. I saw a video. This was weird. Sorry, this has nothing to do with motivation. I'll bring us back around. Uh, Alex Jones was opening for Doug Stanhope at a club in Austin, Texas. Old video. I watched comedy on my lunch break at work to fix my mind because I don't really want to be at my job. Anyways, I'm watching this old video. It's Alex Jones opening for Doug Stanhope, which is odd, you know. But Doug Stanhope's kind of a weird comic. I love him, but he's a little odd. Anyways, Alex does about five to seven minutes. And it's Alex Jones. It's not Alex Jones doing comedy. It's Alex Jones. For five to seven minutes, basically an InfoWars monologue. NWO, satanic pedophiles, the whole nine yards to a comedy crowd. By seven minutes, people are pissed. You know, because most people are in denial about what's really going on. You have it laid out for you like that by someone who's spit-talking it in your face that you're stupid for not seeing it and that these evil bastards are getting away with all of this because you're so ignorant and blind. And then you're in the audience just drunk, wanting to watch Doug Stanhope and laugh, and you're like, I have kids in the Army, and what do you mean? I've invested in all this. I believe in all this lie. You know, I'm heavily invested in it, and this five to seven minutes is disturbing my fucking mind. And then Doug gets up, and he's a complete pro, right? One of the best ever. Doug Stanhope's a hero of mine in comedy. But he spends his first 20 minutes winning that crowd back. It's beautiful. A thing of beauty. I almost turned it off. I'm glad I didn't. I stuck around to watch him bring the crowd back around. He didn't lie to them. He spent 20 minutes being honest with them and breaking down everything Alex said in five. And telling him, I'm sorry that you believe your son's fighting for this, this, and this. He's not. And then addressed each point. There was a fist fight in the crowd at one point, and he controlled that even. It was beautiful. I've never seen so many people get shook awake at once in a room and then walked through it. It was unreal. But <clears throat> I don't remember what the point I was making when we got sidetracked with that story, but that was an interesting story. You should look that up. Alex Jones opening for Doug Stanhope in Austin, Texas. I don't know what year. Oh, it's an older video, though. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, you'd love it. I'll try to find it and share it on my Facebook timeline. But, yeah, it's great. You know, we used to do games like that when we were doing open mics and first learning comedy, stand-up comedy. 
and getting on stage and learning stage presence and shit like that, you would do little games where you would go up and try to piss off the crowd and then win them back or say nothing for a full five minutes or different things to get more confidence and build confidence being on the stage. I've never seen that done, what he did there. It was crazy. But it was beautiful at the same time. Vegan says black was in a really dark place. It was pure evil. I fucked up a lot of tables. I have no idea what that comment's about. But bad things happen. And birds are real, sir. I hate to break this to you, but my cats gave me a gift this morning. Because they love me and I feed them and they, they care about me. So they presented me with a headless bird placed neatly in front of the door right there. And they were all waiting and watching as they presented their prize. And it looked very real. I mean, the pieces in it, there was a lot of gore to it. and It was messed up. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you here. I'm from Kentucky. Well, I grew up there. I'm, I was born in Missouri, grew up in Kentucky, back to Missouri. Christopher says, don't give in what they're saying into negativity. You can't. You know, you can't. I'm not saying ignore it. You're going to see it and be exposed to it. Of course, bad things are going to happen. They happen all the time. Don't let it consume you. Is the main point of what I was trying to say is to not get so overwhelmed by the bad that you don't see the good. There is... Um, Something I want to talk about here in a second and get into. Uh, I apologize for where that looks for now. I have something made I want to show while I'm talking, but Holly says her cat has been killing ground moles. Let me do this while, while we wait. Yeah, that's better. Paul says the bird looked real. I mean, it had pieces in it. It looked very real. You know, it, it looked like an authentic bird. I think it was. Maybe they're not all drones, Paul. Did you ever think about that? I mean, maybe the, maybe there's real ones flying around. That's a thing. It could happen. It's a joke. Well, for me, it is. A lot of people are serious about it, though. They just toured the nation, which reignited it around here in our circles anyway. My son saw it because they just toured. They came through St. Louis, and he saw them have a protest march or whatever, a demonstration about birds all being drones. And his mind was blown and it made me laugh again. There's a group on Facebook, Birds Aren't Real. It's hilarious, but most people in there are trolling. I, I do know that there are some people that do believe it or at least say they do. Who knows? You know what I mean? Hey, Danielle, good night to show up. We're about to talk about some motivational stuff. I have a message that I want to try to put across best I can anyway. And uh, oh, yeah. Whoa, there's a new theory. Paul threw out some theories on the Yank this morning, but this one's great. Birds are real. Paul's a cyborg. He's trying to convince us of the opposite. You know, that's what they do. You try to convince everyone your, your, your enemy's doing what you're doing. Let me see. I'm going to have a little talk with you, something I wanted to discuss. And it's going to be something I might have a little trouble with even. I'm kind of curious to see how this comes out. Because this is something I need to work on too what I'm going to discuss with you. But while we discuss it, I'm going to do a little bit of an experiment. There's nothing in this video. I don't want you to think you're going to be missing out on seeing anything because I know it's small. This is really a sound experiment. I'm just seeing if this works during it. But I wanted to talk about something and 
I didn't know what to bring up. So I asked Danan. I was just like, what do you think we should talk about tonight? And she gave me a really good topic, but it's something that I need to spend time on too. So this will be good for me, really. You know, I need Tuesdays as much as anybody else. But she wanted to talk about the power in healthy relationships, friendship, community, family, personal relationships, the power in real things, things of real value that have real meaning and importance. This is what I mean when I'm saying focus on the positive stuff. Like every Tuesday morning, I get to do a morning show with my best friend and it's so much fun. For 90 minutes, me and Paul hang out and it's have a great conversation. I love it. I look forward to it. It's positive. I should focus on that. I shouldn't focus on negative things or bad things that happen. You know, they should get the attention they deserve and the things that I love and enjoy should get my focus. And I learn to appreciate them more and, and get more joy from them. That'd be a better way for me to be. You know, instead of dreading every day but Tuesday, just finding the good in those other days because it's there, you know. So this is a good topic. And I'm going to do my best because healthy relationships are very important. You know? And the key word there is healthy. Healthy relationships. I'm not saying to be around just anybody. I'm an introvert. It's another reason why I'm going to struggle a little here. I'm at my favorite place right now. Right here at my desk is my favorite place in the world. I like to write. I like to make videos. I like to do stuff like that and be creative. In front of a computer, ideal for me. And I can lose connection with people real bad because I don't know. I don't crave it as much as others, but I do need it, you know, and I need to remind myself of that often. And, and sometimes I will. I'll make myself stay in a conversation, for instance, longer than maybe I usually would. You know, one of those conversations when people are talking and it really don't amount to much. Not having any real conversation here. It's just surface talk. So I always felt okay to walk away from those, you know, and not participate as much and just go about my business, especially at work or these kind of situations. Now I'll make myself stay and enjoy it, have fun, and just enjoy the other people's company. And everything don't have to be meaningful and important. It's okay to have fun and just get a little value from social comforts or whatever. Community type of things. But healthy ones, you know. Don't keep negative ones just to have more human interaction. Because that's no good. It's, it's not quantity, it's quality. So the healthy is very important there. Healthy relationships. People that are building you up, rooting you on. You know, these haters that want to line up to shit on everything you're trying to do or tell you it's impossible or tell you you can't. They're not really your friends. They're spectators that are looking for you to fail to make them feel better. They don't want you to win. Keanu Reeves has this thing that said about how don't share your accomplishments and your achievements with people because they really don't give a shit. And they really want you to fail. So just share jokes and stuff that really don't mean much. I don't agree with that. I just agree with not giving their opinion much value. 
and to not keep them around if it's not healthy to you and beneficial. It should be an exchange. It's vibration, energy, an exchange of frequency. And if all they're giving you is negative, then they're taking from you at the same time. It's not good. Sometimes these are people you can't just eliminate from yourself, but you can cut back on their power over you and their influence and how much energy you give these things. But healthy relationships, very important. And that was number one thing she wanted me to talk about and focus on. And it's something I definitely need to work on strengthening the, the healthy relationships I do have. Because I am very lucky to have a lot of good relationships. Like I lucked into finding a life partner that I'm very lucky to have. She compliments me very well and supports me in everything. And is my rock. I, I don't. I couldn't imagine doing anything without her. I'm very lucky for that. And I have a lot of really good friends and people I've met and know. And I'm very lucky for all of that. I need to focus on those things instead of the negative. There's so much of that, you know, and it can be overwhelming, which is why we take a break each week to focus on positive. But I do need to work on that, you know, strengthening those relationships because they're very important. And uh, friendship, she had said, very, very important. You know, these bonds you have with people are real and valuable, you know, and everyone has a different image of you in their head than you do so you, you're getting so much of an exchange from these friendships and bonds with people because in the end we're really all one and united so cherish your, cherish your friendships i've had lifelong friends that i've lost touch with or don't speak to anymore and i think about it all the time and it really bothers me i think a lot of us do that though you know, especially as adults, you drift away from people. But I miss them because of the connection that we had and what happened when we were together, when our when our vibrations interacted with each other. Like what happens when me and Paul get together on Tuesday mornings. It's just organic. It just happens when you get connected with somebody. It's like almost a match or a match in energies and you become a you that you're not usually able to become with that addition. It makes you more complete even at times. It's, it's very weird. Friendship's important. And community was another that she said. This is crucial and I'm bad at it. I don't even know my neighbor's name on either side. Now this side over here the house just got sold, so I have an opportunity to learn the new neighbors. But I've never learned the, my neighbors' names. I just never have. But I should. I should get to know people. You know, I should get to know as many people as I can around me. Because what if something happens? You know, and 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 it just it's just probably good. You probably feel better. I probably feel more involved in the community, and I would get something from that, and that would be positive as well. And strengthening our communities it sounds beautiful to me something i should work on more you know, i thought i running for mayor babos is a alderman she ran for alderman and won she's an alderman here in our town i thought about running for mayor getting involved locally why not community is important i agree with that completely 
Family is the next one on here. Now, Bayless has a very different upbringing than me. I come from divorce, you know, multiple divorces and moving around the country, et cetera, et cetera. Different reasons why at least I've always explained it to myself that family didn't get as ingrained deeply into me as it did her. She's very close to her family. I think it gives her a lot of strength and benefits her, this connection with her family. I don't have that, but I should seek it out in all the family I have left. I think that would be good for me too. I think that would really benefit me. I often think I should do it and I need to make it more important to do because she seems very happy in that. And it seems to be a very positive thing for her. I just, you know, growing up as a divorced kid, it's weird. It's a weird mentality. I was a latchkey kid and, you know, my dad even worked nights and slept most of the days and, you know, he's tired from work and I raised my little brother. I had a weird upbringing. So it was different. I think, I don't know. Can't really say, but staying connected was the last thing she had brought up. And I think it's a good thing to wrap up on this with because it applies to all the groups we talked about. Staying connected with all these people. That's probably why I lost touch with these friends that I was mentioning and all of that and how that happened. And if I got more connected with family, I would be closer to them. I connected more with my community. See, it answers all these questions. So that was very good and and something I need to learn from, you know. So I hope I managed to deliver something of importance from a place of ignorance. Because this is a topic that I need a lot of work on as I look at this list and I look back over it, you know. But I try to do my best to make the case to get through my thick head. I'm always speaking to me. You know, I remember me laying in bed in the dark not wanting to get up, not wanting to do anything, feeling completely defeated by life, feeling like there was no point or purpose to anything, and I couldn't do anything. Nothing would ever be any better. And I come a long way since then. I'm always talking to a person like that. They wouldn't believe any bullshit, wouldn't listen to anything, nonsense, nothing. I have no patience for that. I'm always talking to that person. And that's what I was talking, trying to talk to, is get it through my head understand those things but thank you Dana for that topic and hopefully I did it justice but that's what we do on Tuesdays though is we work on us because you have to you have to work on trying to get better nobody here's a master or a black belt at it you know my sensei is probably the closest to it he's very at peace with the world you know probably helps that he loves his job he's very happy with his work but you know All right, let's see here. I'm, I'm back to looking at you guys. I couldn't see you during that. I just want to know one thing. I, I won't bother you about it anymore. That was an experiment in a way, kind of, because I wanted to incorporate a little bit of music, but I didn't want it to be overpowering. If that was distracting, I don't see nobody freaking out. But if it was, I apologize. I'll get the levels right. I just wanted to see what it would be like if there was music behind it. I couldn't even hear it, so I didn't know. And I'm scrolling up now. I don't see anybody complaining, so. All right. Lee, you're right. Every one of us is a living miracle. And every single one of us is special. Every single one of us. You all have a gift and a purpose, too. You were put here for a reason. You're a creative being. 
created with a purpose and a gift in you. In you, every one of you. Yes, even you. It's a miracle that you are even here. The odds of you being here are improbable. The math on it is improbable. And it just gets worse the more you go on and on. They explain it with coincidences, but that's total bullshit. You're special. You are magic. None, nothing about reality even makes sense. If you take God out of the equation. But if you put it back in, it all does. And you are a miracle. And you do have a purpose and a meaning. And you need to know that and believe it. And understand that it's true. And anything's possible after that. Dan says we drift for sure. Dig deeper into those you already have and be open to new ones. That's the other thing that I, I don't. I'm closed off to that. I need to work on that. Because I do. I'm like, man, you have an interaction with somebody, for instance, like an adult interaction with a new person. And it'll go through your head, you know. I have a guy at work. I'll give you an example. He, he wants to go fishing. Now, I'm not outdoorsy at all, which is probably why I keep rejecting it. But the other part of my mind is I'm like, I'm full up on friends, man. I'm pretty busy. I'm not taking any applications right now. I don't need to have that attitude. That's a bullshit attitude. I'm closing myself off. See? Good point. See why this was a good topic for me? I needed to work on this. I'd be an awesome mayor. And I would wear a sash that says mayor, too. I mean, I would go the whole nine yards. I'm going to put on a show for you people. But I will do good work, too. You know, whatever needs done, I'm going to take care of it. I'll be the best mayor. Melissa, how are you? It's, she says, it seems like we're all going through our life review now. Well, you should. I mean, you should constantly be analyzing and reanalyzing re things, but have a goal in mind and a purpose and keep moving forward towards it. Don't get defeated and talk yourself out of shit or live in fear. Music is always better. That's why I wanted to incorporate it more, especially in tonight. You know, but I tried it last week. Sorry, off my speaker and it was OK, but it wasn't clear. That should have been clear. It might have been too loud, but it should have been clear. Melissa says she has no desire to socialize locally. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have much either, but I do need to get more involved locally, at least explore more and, and meet some people. There's got to be cool people around here. I, I don't see a lot of them. You may see even less, but. There's getting ready to be an Amish general store nearby. I better get up there and meet them. Learn learn to interact with them. See what they want to barter, at least. Figure stuff out. And yes, very good point. Very good point. There are a lot of people I consider family that are not blood. And she says, family doesn't have to be blood. You are all my family. I feel like we have a family atmosphere here at this show. And the peeps, you know, the, the core group, it's a family vibe. You know, I know I love you guys. I get, I get real connected to y'all. And whenever I lose one of you for a little bit, like we lost sight of Melissa for a little while. I think she was in Facebook jail. I'm not sure. But it's been a bit since she's been here. I, I worry whenever that happens. Christopher says we have to be open socialize and sit in to meet people in some ways other than trying to prevent us from doing that. 
Very true. 30-day ban. Mm-hmm. Have you tried any of these other platforms while you were on your band? Did you did you try out maybe like Gab or or what's some other ones? Mines, Telegram. I'm trying to learn Telegram. That's true, Nora. She says, "Don't be afraid. God brings people across your way, and these things they come they come along, but you miss them. You train yourself not to see them. You're looking for negative. Your brain is focused on negative, and you start looking for positive." Looking for opportunities. They're there. And she's right. God does put things in your path. And people as well. That you're meant to to interact with. We're no longer on Podbean, Melissa. I had to let that one go. I had to let that expense go. This is getting expensive, my little hobby. And I actually spend about three times what I bring in doing it. But when we took on Rumble, it was... uh, $24.99 $24.99 to be able to stream on Rumble. So I had to get rid of something. And, and Anchor, where I put this show, is free. So now Morning Yank goes where this show goes. And, and I had to get rid of Podbean. We may get it back later. I liked it because you could go out to iHeartRadio. We're in all the same places almost, but iHeartRadio. And then we can't do iTunes. But I never was able to figure out iTunes. I did like Podbean. It was a cool app. Yeah, you do. You have to pay on Rumble for now. It's only in the beta right now, so it's just starting. And the basic program, the lowest one you can get is $24.99 a month. So that's the one I'm doing to try it out. They do say that after the beta, when they fully roll it out, that it will be free to users. Now, we shall see. But for now, it does cost me $24.99 a month to do it on Rumble. But I like having the uncensored platform. To me, it's worth it because... Now I feel more free to talk about whatever I want. I still still try to be careful, but I feel more free because I know the show will continue on and you can come to Rumble. And, and, you know, it's good to support these places, too, because otherwise they can't grow. You know, they need link clicks and views, too. The same things Facebook and YouTube need to thrive. These little places that are trying to come up need and they have a hard time getting them. So. Take some of those away from Facebook and give it to a a social media platform that believes in free speech and to help them grow. And that'd be real good. Hey, Sandy, good to see you. How are you today? Dana says, invite him to do something I like. You know, he's a real cool dude. I like him. I just, I hate the idea of fishing, man. I wouldn't want to go fishing with my favorite person in the world. I don't like being outside, man. The bugs eat on you and it's hot and my chair's not out here. There's no internet. It's been a really long time I've been sitting here and how long are we doing this? I I get impatient and fidgety. I'm bad at it. You know, I I really take the fun away from everybody else. Babels went camping without me because it's, it's true. I'll steal your joy. If you're enjoying it outside and having a good time, I'm like, what time are we leaving? Like, how long are we doing? Yeah, it's cool. Like, cool. It's really pretty. The creek is beautiful, babies. You're right. What what time are we going home? Like, I'll constantly be asking, complaining the whole time, no matter how hard I try. Deegan wants to know if I'm okay. I'm trying real hard not to smoke this cigarette. I've been fidgeting with this for 46 minutes. And I want you to know, Sandy, that even though I'm about to cave right now, 
and I wasn't even going to point it out. I just wanted to honestly answer Deacon's question. Other than that, I'm fine. Better than fine, actually. This is my favorite day of the week. Tuesday, I'm off from work. I get to do the morning yank, and it's motivation night, which is hard for me, but I need it. Christopher, come on, man. I've been fighting it for 46 minutes. Why do I keep fighting it for? Man, I start focusing on it. And it's all I think about. And then I'm like, I got more show to do. I can't be focusing on that. Distracted. Diane's smoking. See? She's doing it. Why can't I do it? I want to be cool, too. Melissa says, be me. I'm always me. I got that down to a science at this point. And this is something that you need to do to learn who you are. Even things you may not like or things you try to convince yourself aren't true about yourself. Learn them as true. Maybe you got to deal with them. Maybe you got to adapt and overcome. Stop denying it, though. Get to know who you really are. And then you're going to find out what that gift is. It's inside of you because we all have one and you are special. You know what I mean? Diane, it's the worst thing I do. It's the dumbest thing I do for sure. I've been doing this since I was 13. So I'm 45. I'm bad at math. 32 years. 32 years I've been a slave to these. And you know what they do? They do nothing. They they serve the addiction that they cause. A, a vicious circle. But they're very addictive. They're very hard to get away from. And it it's relaxing. I've heard that it's more psychological than it is actually from what they do the it, chemically. But I don't know what what's true and what isn't there. I'm not a scientist. I just know it's really hard to quit. I made it six months once. And I don't know. I haven't even entertained it recently. I thought about doing the vape to slow down. But I haven't found one I like. Paul said to try the blue because they gag me. The chemicals gag me. I feel it in the back of my throat. and I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Cigarettes are not. This is soothing to do. It, relaxing. The vape, I'm constantly aware of what I'm doing and it burns my throat. He says the blue won't though, but I, I haven't bought one yet. Chris does it because it's cost effective and you can, can, can control the nicotine level and you can back it off if you choose to and you can have flavors. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love doing it. I'm working on it. This is what I want to do for a living. One day it will be what I do for a living. I believe that, you know, and it could take 15 years. I don't care. I'm going to do this because I love it. And that's why I want to do it for a living. But I'm going to keep doing it until it is what I do for a living. And I've already made it. I hang out every night with you guys, don't I? We do a show every night. A good show. I love this show. I would be a fan of this show if I, if I wasn't the host of it. I work really hard on it. I think that shows it's a really good show. I'm having a great time doing it. So I've made it already. I may have to go to another job that I don't like to be able to afford to do this. But I've already succeeded because I found my gift. A lot of people never do that. They never get that far. So I've come a long way. There may be further to go, but it's going to be a fun journey. You know, I'm going to fail a lot along the way and fall down. 
but we're going to get there. You wait and watch. And I'm not going to complain about it like Alex was doing the other night. If I'm if I'm big like Santa Claus and I'm balding and, and all this and look scruffy, maybe my voice is a little gravelly, I'm going to own and love that shit when it finally comes because it's going to come. But it'll come on our terms and with integrity. It won't because we sold out or, or did some little cheat code to make it. It'll happen organically. But it, and it, it doesn't matter, though. I'm already doing what I love. And I get to do it every day. So I feel pretty lucky about that. Melissa says that George Webb talks about vape. Something dark, but she can't remember the details. That wouldn't surprise me. Sandy says, think about walking around hauling an oxygen tank. My grandfather was on oxygen. So excellent point, Sandy. Tubes hanging around your ears and across your face to your nostrils. So basically imagine being at dinner with grandpa, but I'm grandpa. I know. As, as I said, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. And it's stupid that I keep doing it. It really is. Every time I buy a packet, it runs through my mind. But you know what? It's been so hard to quit. It really has. And they know that. They know that. They're everywhere. That's, that's the problem. They're everywhere. They're readily available and encouraged even. Like Christopher had said something about don't be like the 50s and 60s TV shows. I think he said something to that about pushing cigarettes just by actually doing it and making it look cool mentally they, they did that shit doctors recommended them they pushed that shit encouraged it and now they do it with marketing and that kind of shit they, they got different ways of doing it now but it's the same thing and they're everywhere you can't escape your addiction so you could be doing good and have a bad day and go to buy something else or get gas in your car and there's a wall of your addiction staring you in the face it's hard um I don't want to tell you. It's embarrassing. Like a pack and a half. Pack and a half. If I'm driving, it's more. For whatever reason, driving, I smoke more. Deacon says, I can take a smoke, then stop. I can take it or leave it. Been like that since he was 14. I've seen that. That's some kind of wizardry that I've never mastered, but I've seen it. I don't know. For me... I quit for six months once, and then I was at a bar. I was having a bad day, and I was a really bad day, and I was drunk at a bar, and I was like, I can buy one pack, and I'll just smoke a few, and I'll throw it away. And I bought it, and they were gross. Cigarettes are gross after you've come off of them. They taste nasty. You didn't even want to finish the first one. It gives you a headache, and it's too much. That second one was better, though. And by the third one, I was a pro again. That's the most I've ever went to, six months. But that one was cold turkey. I didn't use no vape or nothing. There was no cheats. Christopher says addiction can be different for different people. For some people, it can be drinking, smoking, or any other recreational activity that is bad. Everyone has a vice. Good point. You know, they say even animals will do shit. Like, I've read about snakes that will beat their head against a rock. Or... Don't dolphins fuck with puffer fishes to get a buzz? I, you know, everyone's got a vice. What kind do I smoke? What brand? 
the the cheapest one at the store the cheapest let me see where you can get it where you can see it decades decades when i'm feeling fancy uh they're american-made cigarettes the cheapest ones at the store and i do that to myself because if i'm gonna do something stupid then i'm not gonna get the nice ones i'm not gonna treat myself to something dumb but that's just my way of punishing me yeah they're reds though Babel's likes menthol. To me, that just it's like mint air. I don't want that. I like mint, but I don't always want mint. You know, Every, I don't want everything to taste like mint. And, yeah. yeah, monkeys with cocaine addictions. There's a lot of evidence that even animals like to enter an altered state. Right? Why not? Dolphins are smart. You can get high from a puffer fish. Once they figured that out, how, how long you think it took for a word to get around? Animals understand shit. Like, uh, there, there was uh, this thing that happened here today. Luckily, it wasn't what happened, but someone had left like four grams of flour on the counter. And they thought like an animal had ate it because it was gone and we could find it. And, uh, Turned out it was somewhere else they found it, but I, I believed it. You know, Bama was acting weird today. She didn't come out of her cage for about three or four hours. I'm like, maybe she's high as shit in there. You shouldn't have left it sitting where she could get it. Animals love that shit. Cannabis. Fifty-six minutes. I did really good, man. Really good. Dan says squirrels get drunk on fermented fruit. That's true. I've seen it. I've seen videos of it. That's true. Chris says, oh, I already read that one, but it's true. It's funny. I wanted to read it twice. Joan says, get the ones you don't like and then mix them with the ones you do. It might encourage you to cut back. Every time I bum one from Babel's, I hate it. I finish it, but I don't like it. Melissa says, cannabis is human catnip. Cannabis is medicine. It's a miracle placed here by God for all of humanity to use. And keeping it from anyone is a crime against humanity. And uh, we need to raise awareness about that truth, too. I find a lot of benefit in it, and many people do. So I don't know what catnip does for cats, but if it's anything like what cannabis does for me. Chris gets his dog high. I had a cat that loved cannabis. When I was with uh, my first wife, I had to smoke in the bathroom. You know, I was able to smoke in the house. Babos doesn't like me to even smoke cannabis in the house. It gives her headaches, as awful as that is. But this time I was allowed to smoke in the house, but in the bathroom, off to myself. And the cat would be outside the door, wanting in so bad, like scratching the door, meow, real loud, until I let her in. And then she would just hang out in the room and clam bake with me. I blow in her face. She'd push it in closer she didn't resist at all loved it and uh never wanted to miss a session so i know animals like it it is that's absolutely what it is it can be used for fun but it's medicine and people get a lot of benefit from it well i need to get my cats some catnip i didn't know this i've never given it to them i've seen it at the store like toys with catnip in it or catnip in a bag 
is there some catnip I should get like better than like what the shit they sell at the store? I want to get them quality catnip. You know, I am a snob with cannabis, so I imagine catnip quality matters. Your animals get homemade cannabis and CBD oil treats. You make them treats like dog treats and shit. They have those at the gas station by where I live. Uh, CBD dog treats. And I've thought about getting them for Bama. Uh, Larry, who used to come around, he he sells CBD and they sell dog treats. Joan says she likes the benefits from cannabis, but she doesn't like feeling high. Babels doesn't either. And uh, she prefers edibles, if at all. And even then, doesn't really like the high of it. She says she feels out of control. I feel completely in control. So I don't know how to relate to that statement. But I do know that some people experience it that way. I feel more in control on cannabis. I feel clearer when I'm high. So I'm the opposite. I do too. I do too. I feel more normal and more productive. That's what it does for me. I've heard it's great for them. It's magic and it's medicine. So why wouldn't it be? I've heard it's good for their joints and arthritis and stress. A lot of benefits. Joan uses CBD for pain. There's human benefits to it as well. It's, it's, it's a miracle. It's medicine. And that is important. It's important to raise that awareness and help everyone understand that. Because they did a lot of work convincing people it wasn't. You know, they, used to, they used to understand it. They used to know it. And they called it cannabis. They started calling it marijuana and used a huge propaganda campaign to convince everybody it was evil and convince them it was something it is not. Anyone who feels like it's a dangerous drug is doing that from a place of complete and total ignorance. That's all it is. Speaking of Bob Marley, I know that's not what you're saying. You have an animal named Marley, right? But I've been doing this research on Bob Marley. This is, you know, because we're focusing on the death of Bob Marley. It's a conspiracy theories and chill video, and we're doing that on... Uh, the theory that Bob Marley was actually assassinated. He died of cancer, but that he was given that cancer. And it's it's weird research because there are a couple theories. I didn't realize that there were a few different theories of people that may have had him killed. But it's sad. Because he was delivering such a, a positive and valuable message which is why these people wanted him. One of the groups was for money, but the others was because of his influence and his power and what he was teaching and preaching. You don't like that. Teaching people about unity and positivity and the power of things like love. Mm -mm. They want you to focus on negative and lies and bullshit and being divided up in, in, into little groups and fighting each other. But he spoke about real things and they didn't, they didn't like that very much. There was even an assassination attempt on his life with a gunman that stormed in his house and was shooting up the place. A lot of people wanted him eliminated. And, and people like that are always a target to tell you the truth about things. That it is not all evil and negative and greed. And that's what's pushed and promoted. The, the, the powers and love and light and good. These are the things that are very powerful and have real power. That other stuff, it's illusionary. The power that it, it seems to have is bullshit. And mostly it's because we've given it that power and we can take it away. So that's an important truth to me. 
Oh my goodness. Dana says, who do we have today? I don't know what that's in reference to. But I want to tell you what's coming up later this week on the show. Tomorrow night is Conspiracy Theories and Chill. And as you could probably tell from our discussion, I'm, I'm still in the research and writing phase of the Bob Marley video. So it won't be the new Bob Marley video. That was the winner of our topic poll and will be our next original video. So we'll be doing a more of a presentation again tomorrow. Haven't settled completely on a topic yet, but I'll have something good for you. And then Thursday night's rant night. And Friday night, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't been planning the every other Friday. I, I don't know what I'm doing with Fridays yet. I, I'm probably still going to do something with a guest. and uh, But I don't know what I want to do with it. Me and, me and Theorist George are doing our series right now. And maybe I'll add something else like that up with somebody else or, or a recurring thing or do something different every other week. I don't know yet. So I haven't decided yet what we're going to do Friday night. But that's what's coming up later on in the week. But we gather every night at 8 p.m. Eastern and have this little conversation. I think it's a beautiful thing what we do. We talk about literally everything. It just all centers around the truth. Joan says we used to get our cannabinoids naturally from food. Animals ate the cannabis or the hemp. Then we drank the milk, ate the meat, used the manure on our fields and gardens. It grew wild. It was everywhere. It was in medicine even. But then they villainized it because of its threats against the timber industry and the uh, cotton industry as well. They had just figured out a way to refine hemp and be able to do things easier with it. It would have been devastating to these investors. They didn't like that. And then they also probably didn't like the benefits of it. The good, they want to eliminate good. Probably had a little bit to do with it too, but mostly money and greed and just evil bullshit. And they used lies and propaganda and racism and all kinds of things, everything they could use, including changing what they called it so people would be confused about what it even was they were talking about. It's crazy. Nessie uses CBD. Yeah, I've been thinking about incorporating it too. I tried the oil, but Paul says I bought the wrong kind. I don't know. I had to look into it more. Absolutely, though. Rest in peace, Bob Marley. And he was taken way too early. He died at 36. So many, though, are taken way too early. They're, they're preaching those kind of things and teaching us that we can have better. Things can be better and, and, and already are. It's just that you're being taught to focus on the bad and letting it consume you and giving it all this power to keep you down. But it's a lie. So we focus on that every Tuesday and trying to work on getting better ourselves. It's a work in progress, but I think we're doing pretty good. I'm proud of us anyway, and everything that we've accomplished so far. But thank you guys so much for hanging out and uh, participating in the show tonight. And I will see y'all tomorrow night for Conspiracy Theories and Chill. Like I said, I don't know yet what we're going to get into, but it'll be something cool. And then I should have that Bob Marley video done for the week after that. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Have a great night.